Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I am your host, Joe Branton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello there. Adrian Thorpe. Hello. And Mikey Demas. Hi, 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 hi. Yes, indeed. Yes. Hello. We've yes, so we're a bit back to a four. We've got the 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 four gear of the year hosts, which is uh, which is lovely. It's lovely to have you back. Love to have you back, Thorpe and Mikey. Welcome, welcome for your return. Thanks for having us. Thanks oh, for thank having you very us much. for the show. Yes. Well, it was a it was a really good gear of the year. I really enjoyed gear of the year this year. I kind of feel like it was uh, um, all the things that we selected were were well deserved you know i di- didn't even get too much of a grilling uh y- you know for for having like a for one of mikey's pedals getting into the top three that was uh you know that was not too bad thank you dear listeners for being you know respectful of our bias we got away for it with it we got away with it i can't believe it <laughs> well actually we didn't we didn't entirely get away with it so someone left a, a pretty scathing review of our gear of the year on uh, on on the apple podcast app uh they're always anonymous they're always anonymous when they're scathing but uh weak. But yeah, we, 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 weak. they were yeah they weak. weren't 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 happy with our bias you know but uh but that's that's fine i mean i mean I don't. I don't, never said that we weren't biased, and I certainly don't aim to please <laughs> In fact, everyone. If anything, we're more biased. Yeah, exactly. This podcast <laughs> started out as a. This podcast started out as a guitar shop podcast. Like, what do you think we were doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but God yes. forbid we like something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I, I, I thought all the things were really good this year. I didn't think you know sometimes when we do gear of the year, you'll find something <clears throat> slips through, like something that no one's. You know, there'll be someone will really love something and really dislike something, and so those things end up at loggerheads, and so you end up with the the inoffensive things end up winning just to to sort of balance everything out. But do you mean like this year was? Do you mean like Mac OS like Monterey? Is uh, that was that was a thing like a couple of years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> I'll not yes, get over it. Yes, it, uh... <laughs> you're never living that down. You're never living that down. No, no, that's uh, that's 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 reasonable. I, 
I think looking over the list, I'm just like, I think I said it last week, Joe, but still, so many pedals. I know everyone's like, you know, living in, uh, you know, the second year COVID bubble, but uh, still, a lot of pedals happened last year, mm. overall. Um, I mean, there's like 30 on this list. And I'm, mm. and I'm sure that's not everything, because that's only half the boss releases. Um, but yeah, still a very it busy year really for stockboxes. It wasn't really the year of the 200 watt was it <laughs> unfortunately not unfortunately not yeah it's a shame it's coming Great back thing. it's coming back um, it'll be back soon it will a, it's all cyclical ken ken and penny from Reven guitars were very lovely they got in touch with me about about us selecting the uh the uh gristle 90 no the gristle 90 yes the gristle 90 as the uh as the best guitar they were, they were over the moon uh ken was i think we're going to have him back on the podcast actually uh, oh, that was a good. That was a good podcast. Yeah, he just has great stories. Nice. So uh, you know, I nice. think it was when you get him, when you get him on. Can you get him to make a left-handed gristle? <laughs> gristle ninety. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll ask. Either we'll black ask. or the you know the diarrhea colour. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, my, the guitarist, the guitarist, sure be... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> the the like yellow it. green diarrhea. I like it. Yeah, it is a good colour. The uh, the guitarist in my band, who's also left-handed, he he, uh, you know, a, a few years ago when we really started getting into Reverend, I think you know when we first discovered them, and I was I was talking about them all the time because they do so much stuff and it was so cool and different and it's traditional enough but with a modern twist, like it's everything I want in a guitar. I started talking about them so much. He was like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to get one. And yeah, the the left-handed offerings were. A lot, considering there are, what, sort of 30, 40 guitars in the Reverend catalogue. They certainly did a few, but it's, you know, it's that standard thing that left-handed guitars have where it's where it's it's one colour. You know, it tends not to be colour options. And, mm. uh, and I think it was something like there was nothing that didn't have a trem in their left-handed uh, uh, range, which Tim, Tim was not into at all, which was a shame, but... Uh, Mm. I um I would actually just give a real I just I don't know why I didn't clock this when we were talking about gear on a gear of the year, <clears throat> but they've made massive improvements on their website. I know oh, that's yeah, a really nerdy thing year. to pick up pick up on, but before it was quite, like it was quite like really dark colours and you didn't really see the models. Now everything's bright and light, and actually looking at it, you're like, I still want one of those, and I definitely want one of those. I mean, I still want the Billy Corgan Turs, the um, mini scale A to A. Billy Corgan signature with one humbucker. Yeah. Just yeah, such a, sounds versatile. Just such a ridiculous guitar to own. Nah. <laughs> just just a big muff. I mean, are his guitars versatile if he's just got a big muff running through it all the time? I don't know. Um, but yeah, sort of found a new love for all of all of the guitars on there just because I prefer the images. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a nice website. As websites go, it's nice. You yeah. can get a, a Jetstream 390 in a lefty mic in, in the... Uh, in the uh, Nice uh, foam shrimp pink. Okay. Absolute yeah. killer. Three P90s. Love that guitar. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's the correct yeah. amount of P90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three minimum. Yeah. That's, that's the deal. If it's, not, if it's got any less than three, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm in. I'm so in. when, when uh, they come on the show, left-handed, left-handed. Crystal 90, three right. 90s. How many? Right. Not two. 
Three. Three. Yeah. Okay. That's I'll what see. I want. Yeah. I'll I'll see what I can do. I'm sure. I'm sure it can be arranged. It's gonna be fine. Gonna I think be there nice. was like that Troy Van Leeuwen Yamaha guitar that had three P90s in it as well, like the hollow body thing. Oh, that was a uh, great from, guitar. Yeah, that was badass. That guitar it was so cool. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. Very very cool indeed. But yes, you know, there, it was it was lovely for for Reverend to get in touch with us, and also uh, you know, um, great to speak to. Uh, Steve at Audio Kitchen as well afterwards. He was, he was over the moon also that you know, his pedal had done so well. Oh, well-deserved. Uh, He's an awesome dude. Yes, and well-deserved, well-deserved. One's, uh, one's winging its way to me and then you, Matt, to, to, to you know, make some fun little guitar nerds videos. So, you know, we'll do that. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Where's mine? Ah, yeah, you can. Yeah, it'll 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 arrive with you at some point. I'm sure. I've I've no doubt. (laughs) But speaking, segueing deftly into things that we get sent, I want to talk about alien alloy guitars because this. uh, Yeah, we we got sent. uh, Actually, just before Christmas, we got sent the alien alloy polymorph, which is. Uh, an aluminium guitar. They're UK made, so I can say aluminium. Um, they're made in Birmingham. This uh, very interesting, unique aluminium body, wood necked guitars. I did, dear listener, make a uh, um, make like a little a little video, and there are photos and whatnot on our Instagram, so you can go and check those out. But Alien Alloy are the company, alienalloyguitars.com, if you want to check out the website, because I don't know how, without you seeing this, I can describe this guitar in a way that you will understand and think is real. Because it is aluminium, it's one billet of aluminium, but it is full of holes. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Not like a not like cheese, like weird shaped holes all over the place in a roughly sort of offset-ish single cut style shape. 
um, but very like incredibly unique looking. And thank goodness for those holes, because even with the holes, it is a chunk. It's a heavy weight instrument. So, you know, I imagine it would be unliftable uh, if, if they hadn't introduced the holes. But yeah, a totally different looking guitar. I um I just want to point out, and this will only really appeal to UK listeners at a certain age. I am hoping that they named it after the Red Dwarf episode, <laughs> Polymorph, uh, which is by far one of the best episodes in the uh, early seasons of Red Dwarf. Well, Matt, John, I think I... you are probably onto something. I think you are onto something there because looking at I've looked at their website. I've have a look at the guys at the behind, and they look the type. Well, 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 Mikey, dwarf demographic. Mikey, they are previously world champion uh, uh, fighting robot builders. Say no more. Say no more. Absolute demographic right down the middle. This is this is their first move into guitars. They are, yeah, they are. They're Birmingham. Previous world champions in fighting robots. They've got pictures even on AlienAlloysGuitars.com of them with their alien, with their with their sort of uh, robot wars type uh, robot, you know, with championship level robots. So they've got pictures of that. That's what they did previously. Now they're making a foray into guitars, and this is the first one, the 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 polymorph. It is it is incredibly interesting and unique. Now the neck they have gone for like it's a it's a solid uh, maple neck. They've got a few different versions. There's one with like quite a traditional gloss maple neck, which all the videos seem to be. And the one we've got sent is like a lovely sort of matte, like satin mottled, almost baked uh, maple neck. So not aluminium neck, but aluminium body. And they make their own pickups. Um, yeah, which they've got the name of the pickups. <laughs> this is yeah, this is a this is a, something I did want to talk about because they've called them the, the Tika Terror, and it's it is named. They do confirm in their description of them, it is named after a curry. And I have to say, if I was going to choose a curry to 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 to, to make it sound like my pickups were hot, maybe the second mildest curry on any menu, like the one that twelve-year-olds get, maybe I would go for that one. I don't know. I'm more of a masala customer. Ah, yeah. Oh, you know, like a, a madras. You, yeah, you yeah. go for a fall. I mean, that sounds extreme, and Vindaloo's just not going to sound good, but madras, that's always the second hottest thing on a menu. If they don't do a fall, you Vindaloo, then madras. That would be fine, but you know, Tika, I don't know. That's like, you know, the, I, I don't know, the, the korma caster. You know, it's... it's uh, uh, wasn't well, that yeah. the colour of the uh, Gristle it, it, 90? It's intimate that it's spicy. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Seeker caster. Yeah, There we go. Couldn't you combine um, the two hobbies? You you could have the fighting guitar, a guitar that actually whips the neck round and like slaps people around the face. <laughs> you know, just it, if it gets a bit fruity. Yeah, like, yeah we already have. Guitar nerds are teaming up with Music Nomad. Since 2010, Music Nomad Equipment Care has been making premium and innovative guitar care products used and trusted every day by top guitar repair shops, guitar makers and touring techs in over 40 countries. Pro quality but affordable, Music Nomad is also the go-to for countless guitar players around the globe to help guitars look, sound and play their best. After two years of research and development and in a collaboration with top guitar repair shops, Music Nomad has developed the Keep It Simple setup. 
They demystified the guitar setup process by developing innovative precision gauges and tools combined with step-by-step -step general guidelines anybody can follow and set up their guitar to play and sound great. With their KISS method and their gauges, you can check the vital areas of your guitar and use their toolkits to perform your own setups. They have a 24-page instructional booklet available in seven languages, downloadable for free, loads of how-to videos, as well as complete setup video tutorials for popular brands such as Fender, Gibson, Taylor, PRS, and more. Not only is it fun, but a properly setup guitar takes your playing and sound to a whole new level. Learn more at Music nomadcare.com follow them on social media with at music nomad care and kiss your guitar with music nomads keep it simple setup the problem with that is they powered them all off wheelchair batteries so you're gonna have to have this thing around your neck that's got like this great big bloody wheelchair battery on like your belt to kind of like with a spring-loaded gas canister like scratch plate that smacks you in the face if you play a wrong note or something yes I mean, we already have stuff what, like that in the travel guitar industry, you know? It's, it's, it's no, oh, yeah. Hey, did anyone ever watch Phoenix Nights? Did anyone yes. ever watch Phoenix Nights? Uh, a bit, yeah. yeah. Right, so there was this episode, and we say it all the time, like when we play somewhere really rinky-dink, like, that's like, oh, God, what are we doing here? It does happen. But we always joke, like, tonight, Skindred, tomorrow, Robot Wars. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> <playing> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Always, every time. This week, well, Skin Red. Next week, Robot Wars. Every time. So, yeah, right. little flavour there of what happens on the road. <laughs> I, um, I, I definitely, you know, I think they sold it to me with the description on their website of the team that simply says, we're a small team with a love of guitars, curry and real ale based in Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. <laughs> right. It's amazing. I love it. It's, it's, I know. It's, it's it so is brilliant. Good. And uh, they, not you know, mincing their words at all. No, exactly. <laughs> but the guitar itself is brilliant. Like it's absolutely sustained for days. You know, aluminium guitars are an odd thing because you play them unplugged, and it's a bit like I don't really know what's happening here. Nothing is. It's you know because they're so almost not resonant when you're playing them acoustically, and you just plug them in, and they're so. It's that. It's that Steve Albini brashness, that that sort of full range sound. I have no idea how to describe it, but it's so completely unique and interesting and different. I, I love that the guitar is so interesting and different looking. I, I wish there, I wish it had an aluminium neck. That's what you know. I'd, I'd like it to be the you know the full thing, but. Uh, yeah, looking on their website, it looks like that is an option. I mean, obviously, they're a, oh, br they're a brand new company, so they're saying, we have made an aluminium neck and we can totally do it. But I think what's interesting is that you can... They have built the body with the neck pocket being that of a standard Telecaster square heel. Um, so, you know, you could go ahead right now to Alien Alloy Guitars and actually buy one of the bodies um, loaded with pickups and ready to go for 1,600 Great British Pounds and then stick a Done. fender neck on it and away you go. Done. Cart, in cart, quick, yes. <laughs> Wouldn't it be better? Oh, I'm done. Cast yeah, iron. Up. Wouldn't cast iron be better? <laughs> cast iron. Yeah, the it's from Birmingham. It'd be perfect. It's got heritage. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that is true that is true you know it's it's only a little while well, you know gibson made those guitars out of whatever it was a bridge you know was it fender oh, that did the bridge and gibson did the yeah did, yeah why not titanium yeah something something that's no was, yeah, fender yeah, the one, yeah, well, actually, did brass 
Oh yes, wow. the guitar you couldn't lift. I remember it came up on Reverb like a year ago or maybe more, and it was yeah, I can't remember what. The, how much did they say it weighed? Like it looked like it was hurting the guy to sit with it. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> slowly crushing him, crushing yeah. him under his own weight. <laughs> yeah, um, I've no idea what it was, but it was something ridiculous. I don't know, thirty pounds, forty pounds. What's ridiculous? I don't know. It was yeah, a lot. That's, it that's was not a lot. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. It was not that much. No. No, maybe, I'm saying that's not ridiculous. I, I can't like remember. They're pretty light. That's like that's like four Stratocasters in your lap all at once. No. Yeah. Lightweight, yeah, that's, baby. That's Lightweight. Yeah, that's probably what it was. <laughs> yeah, get a bit of Ronnie Coleman behind that. It'd be no yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... I don't know. They, I don't know how many other brands out there making metal guitars apart from EGC. That's the only other brand I can think of doing aluminium bodies. Well, yeah, Yangway Malmsteam did that one, uh, had that one from, uh, I forget his company's name. He's based in Swindon. Um, and he makes he makes them oh, hollow. Oh, Gus Guitars? Gus Guitars? No, They're like metal, no. aren't they? No. That's no, the one that company. Prince had made, I think. Is it, is it Druman? Was it Druman? Yeah, Druman. They're, Druman. they're Sorry, the other UK Druman. one. Um, yes, yeah, Druman are really good, and um, there's I think uh, there's Longfellow as well, and uh, the only other one I can arrogant. think of is not UK, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the, the only other one I can think of is that's uh, I think um, from Luxembourg is I think it's Luxembourg is TT Tides, or it might be T Tides, but uh, yes, T no, it's TT Tides because three T's is their logo. Um, and they're re- really lovely TT uh, ties. They make great stuff because they kind of uh, they're not trying to do their own shapes too much. So they, you know, you you can get something that looks like a three three five, but it's aluminium, or you can you know get something that's mm. uh, a bit Rick and Bacher esque, which is kind of nice, you know. But uh, you know. I'm disappointed. You can only name three other brands who make uh, metal <laughs> guitars. That's pretty disappointing. Let's be honest. I mean, God. <laughs> It's it's only yeah. three, <laughs> only three. <laughs> no, that's madness. Well done, that's incredible. I've never heard of half of them. I oh, heard of the dream ones, but I've not heard of the others. And EGC, obviously, obviously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, but yeah, welcome to the party, Alien Alloy Guitars. Um, I, I think it's really cool. I can't wait to see how they expand their range. How that goes. I think sixteen hundred quid for an aluminium body is uh, is pretty good considering it's. It's such an expensive thing. Uh, you know, they tend to be really pricey. Like, look at the price of um, uh, of EGC guitars. So, £1,600 for the body, that's 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 accessible enough that people who were wanting to take a foray into aluminium guitars could maybe could maybe do that. So, you know, I, I, I think it's cool. Um, yeah, I'm now just trying to find out the name of the robot. Yes, yes, I did have a little search. <laughs> I did have a little search earlier, but I don't know the name of the team, so I couldn't. I couldn't find anything. But I, no. I need to. I need to ask them because uh, yeah. that's 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 what I'm really interested in. I want to find yeah. out when. See when if... can I find their next battle? Yeah, exactly. I used exactly. to love Robot Wars. Absolutely. The, it, yeah, yeah. What a what a show! What a show! 
Now, um, I did. I wanted to ask everyone's advice uh, this this week. Actually, I'm I'm having a heck of a time. A heck of a time. My uh, my, my guitarist Tim has already come up once in this uh, in this podcast. He's turning forty this year, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna we're gonna get him a nice a nice gift, a nice present. We thought it would be lovely to buy him a new amplifier, especially as he's kind of uh, really changing his style at the moment. He always used to play driven amps you know relying on amp drive a lot of the time and uh, mm-hmm. and recently he's found oh he actually you know the, the things like the angry rhubarb also the walrus audio 365 overdrive and the hudson electronics broadcast he's found between those three he's actually getting great sounds with just a clean amp behind him and he prefers having the control and the ability to you know change drives more than if you're just stuck with an amp that's on on a on a single drive and when we recorded he did most things through a, a stereo amp setup of a, an old 60s vox ac30 and a, and a fender i think it was a deville i can't remember exactly i think but anyway and he was happy with that sound so i thought i'm gonna go on the hunt for an amp for for him and i thought maybe a vox ac30 alternative he used to play ac30s he found them a little breaky, and he has fear about going back down that route. He's not sure about an AC30, but he loves the sound of them. So I was thinking about, you know, alternatives to that. But there are nice things about things like the Katana, the the Boss Next Tone. He's been using Katanas recently, and one of the lovely things about them is he can gig them. They also have such a lovely direct amp sim recording feature that when he gets home, he can plumb that into his little recording studio and, and get very close sounds to what he uses live for coming up with ideas. And that's that's great, not having to rely on miking up an amp and still getting a really similar sound. So I was like, well, I want an AC30, but wouldn't it be great to have something with, if, it, if not direct recording, because that's obviously quite rare, then something with attenuation, which allows him to still get good tones at home, um, but something that sounds good, clean, maybe, you know, ideally something with a really nice organic reverb. So... I'm after suggestions and options in that field. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mike is pointing, but I think all of us have each other in different four corners. So, you know. Who, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's oh, saying yeah, you should get a tone master. I'm pointing behind him. <laughs> I'm pointing at the, uh, orange Rocker 32 behind me. So Rocker 32, great, great option. So one of the other things I should point out about Tim is he has a, a small amp syndrome or big amp syndrome, whichever way around it is. He's, uh, you know, it was all we could do to stop getting him touring a, a stereo rig just, just for the sake of size and get him down to mm. a single amplifier. <clears throat> but he's afraid of the boxiness of 112s. And so many things I thought of that were solutions are 112s. And I, whilst I could do that, I just... I don't know if he'd be 100% happy. And yes, certainly Orange are one of the things I thought about, Mikey, because, you know, Orange, before Tim started playing Boss Katanas, Orange were his favourite brand. So I thought, okay. great. And of course, Orange did the... Uh, I, I put this up on... Dear listener, I put this up on the Katanas Facebook group and lots of you made suggestions. One of my favourite suggestions was the um, Tremlord, the Orange Tremlord, which okay, is Orange, 
Orange doing Vox has a gorgeous reverb. It sounds great mm. clean, which, you know, previously hadn't been Orange's forte. It was a fantastic sounding clean amplifier. Amazing reverb, two speeds of tremolo. And nice. it even had attenuation. Goes down to whatever, you know, bedroom okay, headroom. Well, that's helpful. Yeah, I think this one's got like a, might have a bedroom headroom switch on it. It doesn't have yeah. the dial, like the rocker verb dial. The clean channel on it is... It's not, I guess it's not the greatest, it's not like glassy clean. I've not played a Tremlord. But what it does have going for it, it's a 2x10 and it's got a stereo power amp in it. So you can run effects into it and run it in stereo in one one combo. Yeah, that that is if, very if, good. If you're like a stereo delay, stereo reverb kind of cat, then it's uh, it's wicked cool for that. Mm. Not that I necessarily am, but it is a really, uh, it, apparently... Yeah, it's supposed to be great for that. Yeah, that was one of the things. He's not especially like that either. And I was like, I don't know if the Rocker 32 is aimed at him. And also, you know, how have you found the 10s? Because whilst on the podcast, I've always been like, oh, you know, 10s make perfect sense for guitar amps. I think when it actually comes to buying something to gig and tour, I guess I was Mm. a little concerned about it not being 12s. Um, I would probably, it's on my to-do list to swap the 10s in it for like greenbacks. I'd like to put like some Celestians in it because they're like voice of the world speakers in there. They're okay. It's all right. It's just something to like, I use it for like testing pedals and just playing stuff to get to amp in the room stuff when I'm not using a plug-in or, you know, a modeler or whatever. And it's just, it's a real amp. I can't really say the natural channel, the clean channel is great. It's okay, mm-hmm. but the dirty channel is pretty cool, and that's you know with the gain right down, it's just like the mildest of crunches. <laughs> so you, uh, that's that would be my clean channel. I've never really used glassy clean stuff anyway. If you were um, going to yeah. go that but way, I, though, the, the, the voice of the world speakers are okay. Right. Sorry, this is a little bit latency. If you were going to go that that's way, good. though, you you probably go for something like maybe one of the barefaced cabs, like a one by twelve. Um, they're super light and they've got all that porting in which makes it sound a lot bigger so if you went for that and then got like the orange mm. rocker head that that'd probably be, be your best solution if you were going to go the orange route mm. yeah because mm. I guess you can still get the old orange rocker 30s downside of that is Tim already has one of the rocker 30 <laughs> heads <laughs> but the bare oh, right. face is a great way to make more i guess of of that of that head um it was just again i wasn't sure if outside of the tremlord orange had nailed that british clean tone yeah i'm not sure mm, difficult yeah. you need I'm a high watt dr103 catalog i'm not a big clean person so yeah high watt is a good shout did high watt do like a lunch boxy thing well, I really yeah, don't it's a bit know bigger than that, isn't it? Catalog. No, but they do a small combo. They, I think they do do like a little 15, 20 watt combo thing, which is really cool, actually. Like a little 1 by 12 or something. I've used it in the past. Huh, I, I will, I'll have to check it out. I really hadn't looked into high watt, um, not especially at all. I think what, what I'd, I'd ended up boiling my list almost down to four things. I thought about maybe a hand wired Vox AC30. Um, oh, nice! Yeah, the white ones are really cool. Oof. Very yeah. classy. Oof. Ex- expensive, but more more reliable potentially. Like I might, I I, I think normal AC thirties are fine, but I could get him over that reliability issue with uh, hand wired. I think. What about um, does he use a lot like of a, pedals? Nineteen eighty seven or whichever the one is. Like a like what's the little not the blues breaker one, but the one the one down from the blues breaker. You know what I mean? There's like a one. 
I think the, it, Dan Grace has got one. Isn't it as loud as... The, uh, 1974X. Yes, it, 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 yes, exactly. Very good. And yes, in answer to you, Thorpey, um, uh, there uh, he does use a, a lot of pedals. Yeah, it's a it's a big pedal board. So it, I, which I again, you know, makes me. I wouldn't recommend an AC30 or an AC15 if he's going to use pedals. I love the amps; they're great. Don't get me wrong, but they are super picky as to what goes into the front end of them. Um, if you went right. for something like what, what Mikey said with the Marshall, you could go and get a custom cab. So you've got the custom grill cloth. And that's a nice, uh, I saw what a pair of, uh, a cab with mm. Phil Mitchell and the Mitchell brothers on it. Maybe something like that. Go a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a great uh, idea. And when he said, you know, when he says that they're picky, it's not even like they're picky about the gear. They're picky about the type of music you play. So if you're playing like <laughs> instrumental, like time signature, weird stuff, it'll just switch off. Yeah, it so doesn't like you. <laughs> probably not, Vesper. It just doesn't like it. Instrumental, progressive, like riff, kind of. It's like no click. That that explains <laughs> that explains his previous, you know, not having much luck with it in the past. And <laughs> I want you to play Arctic Monkeys covers on repeat, and then I'll sound great all night. Right, right. That's it. Damn. That's how it works. It's, a, of, it's a circuit thing. One of the other things I thought about was the Fender Bass Breaker. Do you remember those? I mean, they are still about, but. Do you remember bass that series? Is, is that what you think? I mean, they, they were... You know, basically, I was like, oh, these these are reasonably priced second-hand for a 30-watt 212 Fender combo. I, I think they're I made think of MDF. Probably an over, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't think they were bad, but I, I remember being in a store at the time and perhaps maybe not as reliable as their uh, other brothers and, and sisters um i think cool but i i don't know whether that's tim's thing if i'm being uh if i'm being perfectly honest joe having you know been a fan of polymath for some time and the gear that 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 tim uses i'm not sure they're going to be that's going to be the right vibe and this might be a strange one maybe this is right but i saw a fender supersonic for sale the other day and i remember them being amazing uh little amps supersonic supersonic 22 because it's got the the clean sound in it but the drum, it has got the, well, they call it, I think they call it vintage and gain. And then yeah. the gain sound is more like a driven deluxe and it's got two gain controls on it. Um, and they always sounded super, super cool. Uh, Supersonic. Yeah, it was, I want to say it was like a basement and a, and a Vibralux, like both. There was two amps in one. Mark Roberts has got one. Mark Roberts has got one. Yeah, ah. I think, um, and that, and that. That um, the basement vibe would be a great shout for for Tim, who wants a kind of clean sound, but you can kind of break it up a bit and, and push it um, a little bit more. And the twenty two is obviously like loud; it's sort of loud enough to gig with, but you're going to be pushing it, which is kind of what you want. Um, I think after that they did a sixty and then a hundred, um, but the twenty two was always the best sounding one. Jay Cross was always a big fan of that as well. Can't imagine why. Imagine why. Um, yeah, I've just found one on eBay, and now I'm like, oh, maybe I want to buy one. Um, but yeah, Supersonic's <laughs> worth check out. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I might give one of those a go. Of course, the the other thing, man, that you know we'd spoken about off air was the uh, the Boss Next Tone, um, which thanks to its it's because it does the whole valve simulation thing, can do a a voxy tone. 
Um, yeah, I think um, the the big thing for me on those is the class AV power amp. That just makes the the big difference compared to a lot of modelers that use a class D power amp. So it's it's kind of just sort of a bit flat you know it's almost just amplifying a, a kind of modeled signal where this is a bit more dynamically responsive um and obviously tim's used katana's live for ages which have the same the same sort of power amp it's just the fact that you've got four analog power amp circuits in this so every valve type is a different power amp circuit you know i think it's definitely worth a try especially since tim's been used to to things like the uh the katanas before as well Hmm, okay okay and 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 the the last thing is on the more traditional sort of end of fender stuff because we're talking about some of the weirder ones like basement uh the the thingy supersonics and and the bass breakers or whatever they were called um but we haven't there's there's that core line you know there's twins devilles deluxes um this is it, uh, are any of these worth a worth a shout? Are they are they good enough general purpose clean amps that take drive pedal as well? Yeah, I've, I've never I, I, I've never really done the sort of Fender amp thing. Yeah, the Ville's really cool. The Blues, the, the Deluxe is really cool. I think if I was I've buying one, hot, it's the one I can't remember what it is, but it's go on. I've got a Hot Rod Deluxe Mark IV. Uh, I use it daily at work, so we test all our pedals for it. And so, and the reason is the clean is that good, um, mm. just perfectly flat, perfectly linear. The reverb's mm. great, but we don't use that obviously because we need to hear the pedals. But the great thing about it is that the previous models got vilified for having no control over master volume. It's just not an issue with this. Yes, amp. that's 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 been what's really ah. Yeah, not an issue at all. And the drive side is fantastic, actually. Yeah, if you if you were on a up mm. sort of a well, I, was, I don't know how to, what budget you would because they're about seven hundred quid. I think I can't remember, but um, so it's a it's not it's a chunk of change. It's not a cheap amp, but um, they're great, genuinely great. Yeah, and, and they, are they are they one twelves or two twelves? It's a one twelve with um, an A type speaker, Celestian A type. Works really well. Right. Hmm. If I was getting one, if I was getting a minute, I think it would be like the little. Vibro Champ Reverb, or the little custom one, but that's like a, it's a small one. I think it's only a five watt one. They, I want to say there was a slightly bigger one than that. Maybe. I tell, I tell you what, I, I would go for Joe, which I've mentioned many times on the podcast before, and actually is one of my favourite amps. Is the Fender, and this this might be a suitable option. Is the Fender Hot Rod Deville ML two twelve, which is the Mike Landau signature, which is the super simplified. Um, Hot Rods DeVille when I think you've basically got two identical channels with two volumes and then a three band EQ uh, no reverb if I remember rightly so it's like ultimate headroom ultimate pedal platform uh, it's a really really cool little amp that um, and yeah just a, and I think yeah Celestian I don't know what Celestians they've put in it different Celestians to the, the normal Hot Rods um, but yeah, 60 watts, two 12 inch uh, speakers, and then yeah, two separate volumes with a clean boost on volume two uh, with an effects loop. Oh no, it does have reverb. That, oh. that for me would be, yeah, that's a that, winner for me. That's that does that. sound like a very good option. I, I'm going to check. They're, 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 I've got good food for thought here. Thank you very much, everyone. I'm going to I'm going to take this and pursue things. I'm going to try and back 
back out of this bid that I've put in on a on a fender bass breaker, and, uh, and I'm sure I'll lose it. I'm sure someone else is going to bid. It will be fine. I'll be able to flip it if not. It's not a problem. I, I don't mind. It's going to be okay. But uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to take all of that on board. Take all of that on board. You know, the, I, I didn't want a one twelve, but you know, the Thorpey's got me sort of slightly convinced. Something that's good enough to test all the Thorpey effects pedals through. That's you know, that's a pedal platform, isn't it? So you know, oh, that's 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 tempting. But we'll see. We'll see. I love the idea of the slim simplicity of the Landau as well. So I'm, I'm going to take this away and uh, give it some thought. But thank you, thank you very much, gentlemen. Now before before we move on, we're gonna we're gonna talk about some news. I mean, some interesting products. Twenty. 22 has started with interesting product releases which uh, and some contentious product releases which you know we, we we will talk about shortly but first of all and dear listener i'm i really like didn't prepare this one because i didn't double check with anyone before we started recording so the answer could be a simple no but did anyone get any new stuff over christmas or new year that's exciting and fun i did i i did Excellent! Thank goodness. Aww. And this, <laughs> you're, you're saving for you're saving for a wedding, Matt. That is you, true. Yeah, you, that is the, true. You, you can't get any stuff. And this is why I didn't have Jay Cross on this episode because he'd be like, oh, I, "I bought a popcorn maker or something like that," and then we'd have to listen to him for a quarter of an hour tell us about his popcorn maker. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, Thorpey, what did you get? I got a. Uh, I think it's made by Charvel. Uh, it's the Eddie Van Halen stripey guitar do you know the one that's relic frank yeah frank yeah, yeah the yeah. the one that's got the, that's got all the empty holes where the pickups should be uh yeah that's right well no it's not empty it's got a it's it's got a dummy pickup in it and it's got magnets in so it's got the string pull on the uh, on the neck and it's got the um, it's got a switch where the mid pickup should be and that doesn't do anything and then it's got an on the wonk uh, uh, pickup in the bridge, and that's it. That's all she wrote, uh, and uh, and a Floyd, which I'm struggling Amazing. with, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, can set Floyd up. Struggles with I, Floyd. It's the, it's the D tuner. I can't I can't get it to balance properly between D and E. It, like it just sort of it's either high E and or or out of June D, I'm like, oh, I'll work it out somehow. <laughs> uh-huh. Why? Uh, what, what made you purchase that? That seems uh, it. It seems like it's not not left of field. It's it's a very specific guitar to buy. It's right. Do you know if you're going to have a signature guitar? Obviously, I can't play anything like Edward Van Halen, but I've got a Soldano amp, and uh, and I know that's what the fifty one fifty was based on, and so the two marry up really really nicely it's like super loud super simple plug in done um and uh yeah do, do you know honestly the guitar's wicked it's got a roasted neck um and yeah i don't know i just fancied the look of it i went for it the truth is the truth is that i got thorpe some lycra leggings <laughs> for christmas and the look just was missing that vital and so yeah, you know, the really Frankenstrap was the obvious purchase. They were assless chaps. It's very odd. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I needed a guitar now? to cover up my junk. Spin? 
<laughs> Look, you, you get what you asked for, all right? That's how it works. <laughs> well, that is, yeah, okay, cool. Well, that, I mean, a, a very cool guitar, but a really, like, random one. Like, I expected more of a tail with that. Like, when someone buys something as specific as the Frankenstrat, you expect, you expect like, a big story of how Eddie Van Halen is the most important thing that ever happened. Like, I imagine those are the sort of people that buy Eddie Van Halen's signature stuff. You know, you've mm. got to really, really care about that artist because. Well, you know, I, I used to have a teacher. I fancied. You, you might have said I was hot for teacher, and I, you know, and then I just hey. jumped on it. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. In all seriousness, though. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. No, I've got, I've got just a thing. Wait, wait. I have it. Uh, where is it? Oh. Yes. <laughs> no, I, I got that. absolutely bob on. Yeah, as well. thank you, thank you. <laughs> I am, I am a Eddie Van Halen fan, but more, more importantly, and and I'm not saying I, you know, it's life changing. I just really like the look of the guitar. That's it. I wanted a super strat, and I thought, well, you know, there's nothing more super, really, is there? I've, I've got a guitar on order, which mm. should come maybe in a couple of weeks. So that, but and that's probably more in line with where I'm at. Uh, that guitar. Ooh. Okay, cool. Well, we'll talk. Nice. You know, we'll talk to you about that. I guess the next time you're you're on when that's arrived, that sounds exciting. What about you, Mikey? What did you uh, What did you get? Uh, the newest thing I got, I'll show you now, is this. Ooh, uh, it's a microcosm hologram. Oh. hologram microcosm rather, rather a microcosm by hologram. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, actually, yeah. Well, Forpy knows what this is. Forpy knows all about this. Why don't you tell yeah. him exactly what it does? It makes lots of weeble weeble noises and uh, and uh, reverb and delay and uh, yeah weeble weeble that's it weeble weeble it's wicked I, uh, it's wicked. I I have a terrible confession to make with that pedal, which was a friend of mine uh, messaged me and went, oh, you've got one of those microcosm pedals. Uh, a friend just bought one. He's having some problems with it. Do you think you could, like, you've used it. You, do you know the answer? And I went, yeah, I bought one and then got it out of the box and then that was it. <laughs> I've plugged it in. I got it last May. I think I've plugged it in for less than 10 minutes. Wow. I, 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 I am, though, currently building a giant pedal board, which does feature the microcosm. I'm running it. Uh, this is, you know, ultimate in uh, just the ridiculous uh, pedal board, but I'm running it in parallel with a uh, Chase Bliss CXM 1978. <laughs> Why? Um, because why not? <laughs> why? Why? That's oh, that's going to open up a microcosm. Yeah. <laughs> Just wow. you know, you know. So if, if you sold, sorry, go sorry. on, Matt. I was going to say, if you yeah. see a black hole open up in uh, Brixton, um, you know it's because <laughs> I've turned both of those pedals on. Turn your pedal board on. Um, yeah. Truth be told, uh, this isn't going anywhere near a pedal board. The reason I got it was because it, it's kind of like its own instrument in a weird way. And actually, what I intend to use is use it for, like, outboard, almost like studio outboards, like mm. feed keyboards into, feed, like, a very simple synth, let it do its thing, make a little part more interesting or musical. It's more for, like, vibe starting and getting some, like, when, you know, when you have a track and you're trying to encourage it to sound less like someone at home just putting going through the motions with a with basic virtual instruments this gives it that kind of like 
Ooh, vibe like what's that that's different that's clever that's smart i have no intention of really probably putting a guitar for it to be honest it's probably more like stick it use it as an, an aux input on in pro tools and just chuck stuff at it and let it be mm. weird that's that's uh, what i'm hoping to use it for that's very cool well um what makes it stand apart from like other things this is a very well trodden path and it's very expensive yeah, it's. I think just it's got some wicked algorithms in it where it just has. It's a bit of a mind of its own, and it creates something quite unique. Um, in a bit, of the stuff that I've seen online that I found inspiring is almost a bit like the Boss Slicer kind of vibe. Is where it kind of like where it arpeggiates things or it throws weird rhythm at a signal, combined with really sweet reverbs and cool like other delays, and it's just creates weirdness and for the right application i think that's kind of cool like my, my intention i say is like to throw a synth at it and just all of a sudden that synth becomes infinitely more interesting and weird that's mm. the plan is, <laughs> we'll see the... it might be on ebay in a week you never know <laughs> it was, in the drawer it was, getting dusty it was one of those pedals that was super popular when it was first released like everyone was talking Still about is. it and I wondered, now, like, has some has some hype died down with it, or is it is it becoming now one of the sort of legendary delay reverb things? Is it the new legendary delay reverb thing? I don't know. I think it's kind of like a, a, a Strymon timeline on, on on acid. You know what I mean? Where it's like, we, it just let's make stuff weird. And I, you know, I tried to. I looked into buying one direct, and they had massively back ordered and you pre-order and stuff and i had hoped to get some kind of like marginal artist discount being the, you know <laughs> and they told me basically in no small in no small terms to fuck off <laughs> basically <laughs> so i was like great used market is thank you very much brilliant so yeah wow well, well. <laughs> yeah that really put me in my place let me tell you <laughs> Robot Wars, though. Yeah, Robot, Robot Wars, Wars. They, they got a couple, you know. know <laughs> it's really, really frustrating, and actually, yeah, a bit soul-destroying, actually. It's like, great. Can't get arrested by hologram effects. I'll remember that. Well, well, Wait till NAM, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. We'll be going around again. Gonna make get your the pistons own. out. You, sir. <laughs> the red beard effects hologram is yeah. the next pedal. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, now let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about uh, a little bit of news. Let's talk about some new releases because there have been some exciting things. Let's start with the most contentious. Um, not that it, this is especially contentious. This is cool. Um, but uh, PRS, obviously, dear listener, you know this by now. Is more talking about it than this is not news to anyone. It's been everywhere. But PRS have introduced, as we always knew they would, the SE uh, Silver Sky. So an affordable Silver Sky. Um, they've changed some of the, you know, the more annoying features about it. They've changed the radius. So it's now a, a very odd 8.5. Very unusual. It was 7.25 previously, which, you know, you had to really like John Mayer and not like guitar to want that. Um, and now 8.5, which is... which is <laughs> Now 8.5 is like John definitely... Mayer and not like bending. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. But 8.5 is, is a bit closer to... Well, it's certainly... It's fine. 8.5 is fine, I'm sure. Um, they've kept a lot of very premium-looking features on this guitar. You know, tuners, everything like that looks great. 
Um, they've kept those those gorgeous sort of the strat style knobs, but without volume and tone written on the tops. So they're lovely and clean domed tops. Lovely color options. Four very nice color options: evergreen, moon white, uh, dragon fruit, and stone blue. Uh, terrible, terrible names, but quite nice <laughs> colors. Um, and I think it's it's quite a good price as well. Um, I can't can't remember what the price is. 895, I think. 895, that's good. That's good. You know, that's uh, that's less money. Well, where is it? 895, so you're... Where where, where are you? Like 150 quid more than a Mexican player. Um, You know, so in in the ballpark of a Mexican player strat, I guess. uh, Are we allowed to talk about... Is it off limits, or are we allowed to talk about why... John Mayer parted ways with Fender, and are, are we? Is that somewhere we're allowed to go? Uh, I've gone I there. Don't, I, I, yes, of course. I, I have no idea why it was the case. So I, I, yeah, I, can, I just yeah. obviously, you know, I just think Fender must be kicking themselves, man. This is mm. a this, this guitar's a big deal for people, isn't it? Like it's a real sad thing. But wasn't but it the top selling guitar? Would have been a big deal last year. Yeah, probably. On, on probably. Reverb, yeah, it was the it, top set. Of the, so the original Silver Sky, not this one. Hmm. I don't. I, this we, one probably we, will be though. This will probably smash it because now it's the, super affordable. This one will be the the Silver Sky wasn't the top selling guitar on Reverb last year. We did an episode on the on the top sellers, but it was up there. It was certainly the year of the Strats. Out of the top ten, it was something like six or seven of them were either Strats or copies of Strats. That were, you know, so it's definitely the year of the Strat. And the Silver Sky was pretty high up. I think it was top five or maybe top three even. But it wasn't the the best selling. The best selling was the player, the Fender player Stratocaster. Uh, that kind of makes sense. But, you know, they're... I mean, I, they're I, I, yeah, they're... Sorry, sorry go on, yeah, I've had a Silver Sky, the original one, and I really liked it. You know, and, and, and I know the radius, everyone on principle would say that's pretty terrible to play, but it didn't choke out at all. I, I, it, I, I don't know what magic they were working. They, they maybe they had a compound radius and just weren't telling anyone. But um, <laughs> it didn't choke out. And did it I think feel only, different though? Uh, I so I'm, I'm not wedded to any one guitar or any one thing. And I'm, you know, I'm not a professional musician like Mikey. So, you know, what do I know? But ultimately, I found it really nice to play. It was it was comfortable. It was light. It was really well appointed. It only had one error with it, really, um, and that was a weird static build-up of the pit guard material. And so every time you touched yeah. it, it made a sort of like a, zzz, zzz. Uh, and that was yeah. that was and, you know search it. it. It's a thing. It was a thing. Um, I think they changed the material, but. Right, I don't know. These are inevitable. So I don't know why Strange. people were A, surprised, and B, upset. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, people love yeah. to be upset in the guitar industry, though, don't they? Uh, it's, it's, my favourite element of the of the Silver Sky, and I'm pretty indifferent to the Silver Sky. I don't really... I wouldn't buy one, but then I don't really... I don't see what all the big... Like, the fuss is. Oh, my God. It's, I think it's, you know, it's a guitar. Cool. My favourite bit of it is the switch tip. Ooh, I like that. So Just, uh, what's different about it? It's kind of like it's like someone's taken a, a strap one and like squashed it between their fingers and gone, and it's like 
fat and wide. I like it. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, I just want to play with it, man. I just want to wiggle Loves it back and forth and go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it just um, looks like a knob that wants to be played with. You get me? I, yeah. I mean, I must admit, I do like the knobs on it. I yeah, think, I mean, I think yeah. the knobs look really good. Attention to like details, great. Little cutaway thing. The little, the little. Cut, yeah, the headstock doesn't bother me. Like I don't know what people. Where people are like, it's an outrage. To I don't like the colours. And guitars. <laughs> you don't yeah, like the colours? No. Because um, no, uh, John Mayer made a whole big thing about the Silver Sky saying, oh, you know, one of the reasons why I moved from Fender was because uh, they wouldn't let me get past the traditional stuff and they wouldn't make the guitar that I wanted. And I'm like, you know, I'm paraphrasing here. Obviously, he hasn't told me. Um, uh, and that's cool. <laughs> I, 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 I totally get that. But he made a big deal about, I want to use colours, you know, all the colours that Fender use are from Hot Rods in the 1950s. I want to use Tesla colours. And so the colours that they released were sort of the colour range you could get from Tesla, which kind of makes sense if, yeah. if you're going that way. These, they're salt and vinegar green, that is, no. isn't it? Yeah, this is walk, This is the cheese and onion caster, isn't it? Like that yeah. The green, yeah. The green is a bit burns, isn't it? Yeah. yeah the greens that doesn't offend me no, burns do it well the yellow one i guess moon white but the mm, moon is not yellow that color it's not made of cheese is it that's something you get told the when moon, you're five the moon no the moon is not made of cheese that's right what's that stone blue i'm, I'm asking me I'm, I'm not a huge a huge fan but i would have seriously been tempted if they have done it in the pink because yeah. I think the yeah. pink one looks cool, mainly because they're it's building pink. up to that, aren't they? They're building up to it. That's the one. The yeah, the, um, I mean, last, last train home, one or whatever it is. It's, um, it's, it's a smart move because you know, don't offer the colours that you can buy in the more expensive one because you want people to go, ah, oh, well, if I want that colour, I've got to buy the more expensive one. Um, but you know, it was it was definitely going to happen, and uh, I'm sure you know the lovely Paul Reed Smith and John Mayer are you know, laughing all the way to the bank as they've probably secured, I would say, six figures in orders in terms of actual units. Um, and no doubt that they are sold out everywhere and you probably won't be able to get one for a very long time. So if you I'm love right, John so. Mayer, well done. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was John Mayer, I'd be like, absolutely the same. I'd be like, great, thanks for buying loads of these guitars. You know, and what a great opportunity to be able to have a custom guitar to your spec so yeah. Uh, yeah, he is cleaning up right now yeah i yeah. mean this is this this was always a great idea because the thing is john mayo is incredibly popular among, especially among guitar players mm. and for him to now have something that's affordable because to be honest you know before the silver sky whatever it was 2200 that's a commitment you've got to really like that guitar or be really into john mayer to get that whereas now at just over 800 quid that's that's not too bad if you it doesn't mm. just have to be john mayer fans now it's it looks quite cool a three-a-side headstock looks quite cool actually you know full disclosure i think it's an absolute sack of rubbish and baloney i hate it and i hate him i think it's awful and prs is all rubbish that's my honest opinion but but my uh, my podcast opinion is you know just as as what it gives to the guitar community is great i think it's great it's mm. cool it's interesting yeah the colors could be better but i'm sure they will be in the future at 800 pounds i think they will sell an absolute boatload and it will easily be 
um, you know, the unless something big comes out this year, I think this will probably be the biggest release of the year, and it's happened early on. I'm dreading Gear of the Year 2022. Because, I will destroy uh, you, Joe. And, I will destroy and you. Maybe that green one will be stuck, literally a boatload of them, stuck in the Suez Canal sideways. Oh, <laughs> you know, yes. Maybe that's what's going to happen. Could be a thing. <laughs> Joe, we can, we can, I, I just want to get... We can, we can where hope. did uh, John Mayer hurt you? I mean, that was a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of viciousness there. I, I mean, you've upset my PRS. It's crying. I have one, and it's, it's crying over there. Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm sorry. He's he's an awful lot of tepid. It's an awful lot of middle of the road tepidness for me. Um, and uh, you know, I think it's a perfect marriage with PRS because that tends to be my opinion <gasps> of PRS. Is, you know, <laughs> oh, so, Joe! Uh, <laughs> okay, no, swinging okay. all the punches. Here we uh, go. Yeah. If big if 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 John Mayer and PRS get together and they release a headstockless Silver Sky. I'm in. I reckon I'm there. That's, that's how they're going to get you. That's what I'm talking <laughs> that's about. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I'll right be there. In there. Right in the pocket. Microtonal <laughs> frets. If they do a Silver Sky with microtonal frets, I am there 100%. Oh, He's really taking tepid. a new turn what's, with his music. What's tepid yes, about yes. this? Look at this. There's nothing tepid about it. So, so for the for the listener, Thorpey is is uh, showing me what can only be described as a vomit green topped uh, PRS. <laughs> um, it was uh, it was lovely. It was like a, a wonderful sort of. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it would had you know, it, it, when I'm not looking at it on a on a small screen. I'm sure it, it was uh, had a nice sort of through woodness to it, but it, it looks like a proper vibrant '80s color. I I mean, they make great Lime things. Green. I'm talking. Lime green. I only talk. It's a lovely lime green. I only talk personally. I, like, my personal opinions... Look, let, let's bear in mind, I'll only buy guitars if they're black or sunburst. So, you know, my, my personal taste in guitars Fair is very enough. different from what I think a guitar gives to the uh, the guitar community, as it were. But, you know, yeah, that's... It's very uh, professional. I, like my that. tastes are bland and boring, but... Uh, but you know, <laughs> the, uh, it's fine. It's fine. They're all fine. Anyway, dear listener, we are we are hurtling towards the end of this podcast. Um, so we're going to go over to the Patreon. Maybe we'll talk about some of the other releases. You know, Orange have got their guitar butler. Um, the Mastro Valvola is quite an interesting thing that's turned up. And there's some other bits and bobs too. We're also going to maybe start talking a bit about vintage gear. Uh, as well what? so you know so yeah so if 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 you if you fancy it dear listener come over and join us on the patreon you can become a patreon supporter for as little as a dollar a month at the dollar tier you get this episode ad free and early every week five dollars gets you access to the patreon special and our entire back catalog of those ten dollars gets you the lot plus i'll sing you my thanks at the end of every episode you can find us on all your favorite social media platforms and join the guitar nerds group on facebook to get involved in our weekly discussion thanks for listening you've been lovely we've been the guitar nerds farewell bye 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 well, there it is, dear listener, the end of episode two of season three. Now, we did use that video platform again to record the episode, and I feel like there was a little bit of latency, so there was a bit of talking, people talking over each other, maybe not as smooth as usual, but I promise next week we'll be returning to our usual high standard. And in the meantime, I want to thank all my favourite people, those wonderful top ten 
tier backers on Patreon. So thank you, Steve Davis, Daniel Walker, Ben Harder, Joran Brown, Holly Simpson, Eric Vaughan, John Conaway, Paul Drew, Russell Healing, Yogi the Guitarist, Ty Allen, Kyle Harris, Joe Hoppard, Sean Hughes, Brian Hansen, Eric Emma, Jeffrey Wax, Shane Molloy, Brian Einsler, Gavin Vanderlinden, Mark Hizau Kadawaki, Robert Butterworth, Stuart Robson, Christian Lund Hansen, Keith Adams, Eric File, Peter Pesh, Scott Utting, Jack Cutmore, Andy Manley, Simon Milbourne, Ken Sayers, Joe Puttick, Blake Wyland, Dave Lee, Ross Edwards, John Anglin, Aaron Sherman, James Dorr, Jake Gray, Derek Rich, Scott Kennedy, Steve Merkel, Abe Matthews, Christopher Loseth, Stephen Bork, Robin Smith, Kytopia the Band, JD Short, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Paul Corrigan, Rob Nordvik, Scott O'Brien, and Moog Gravit. Thank you. Thank you, one and all. We'll be back next week. I promise the quality will be better. And if you're a Patreon backer, which I guess the top tier are, we're going to have a quiz hosted by Mark Packham. See you next week. Farewell. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.